Welcome to The Center and the Saint. I'm Melissa Bell. And I'm Allison Kane. And you know, today I was, we were just talking and I was like, oh my gosh, how are we going to start? Like thinking in my head, it has to be funny. It has to be fun. It has to be engaging. And I came up with nothing. <laughs> and she said, oh, I have something. I was like, great. Yeah. So <laughs> I got nothing either. It's mm. rainy out. And it makes us want to be snuggled up in our blankets. And I feel like right now the outside is emulating what's inside of me. Mm. Oh, girl, it could be so much worse. (laughs) Just trust God with that. Oh, I'll trust him. (laughs) I'll trust him while I'm laying in my bed with my covers over my head. (laughs) And that is what we're talking about today. Right? You said this a couple weeks ago, and it did not resonate with me. And we didn't really talk too much about it. But the topic that Allison has come up with is called toxic positivity. (laughs) I'm not sure I've ever been accused of that. I mean, I'm such an overly optimistic, sunshiny, look at the, you know, glass is full. It's not even half full. It's just full. Right? Yeah. And so... um, I guess I am that way. I do tend to find a good spin. I, I do feel like I have been on the struggle bus. (laughs) <laughs> with more with the sunshine lately. Yeah. For the first time in my life. It's interesting. Oh, wow. The first time. Well, it feels like that. I don't know. It's probably not the first time. It's just the first time I remember in a while. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I don't know. And so it's just not feeling good right now. Yeah. And I was reading in Matthew. I've been doing a lot of the Gospels and... You know, Jesus, especially with Easter that, you know, we just had Easter. Can we pause? Yeah. You said Gospels. Can Just in case there's somebody out there that's not a huge Bible reader, can you just explain what the Gospels mean? Oh, totally. Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John are considered the four Gospels uh, in the New Testament of the Bible. And they are all basically the story of Jesus and his life here on earth but written by four different authors. Okay, there you go. Thank you. (laughs) You're welcome. You're welcome. I'm glad I knew the answer. Uh, (laughs) Me too. (laughs) You never know when somebody asks you a question. It's okay to say you don't know. But I was, um, you know, there's this, well, there's this whole Matthew 5, 9, anyway, blessed are the peacemakers. It's like a whole nother topic of, all the things that Jesus says in this little sermon. The but sermon on the mount. Yeah. Look at me. I sound so smart. Go, girl. <laughs> but he says in part of that, blessed are the peacemakers. And I think we misinterpret that so often in scripture. And a couple of people have said that to me recently about, uh, we're just talking about different people in our lives. And they're like, oh, they're just peacemakers. But what was interesting was the reason that they said it was because they were avoiding all conflict and they were just pretending that things weren't wrong. So you're saying the people that you were discussing that you that someone called peacemakers were just avoiding conflict. Yes. And I'm like, well, that's not really what Jesus meant by that. Because you look at his life and ministry, it was full of some trouble and some turning of tables and Mm -hmm. conflict he was a disruptor i mean he he wasn't a disruptor of like nice things he was a disruptor of lies 
He wasn't a, you know, a disruptor of all things good, but he was of, you know, going into the church and like this false sense of security and peace that the church, quote, religion was trying to offer people by following all these rules and regulations that the priest had come up with. Like he was all about overturning that false peace. Right. Right. Because that's not what it was in that security. I mean, even with his disciples. Yeah. He wasn't just going to, like, brush over something. He didn't let him off the hook. He didn't go in with guns a-blazing most of the time. And, <laughs> but um, when he did, man, did I love it. I know. So good. But he, I mean, he just was a gentle, when you read the stories, he was gentle about it, but he never avoided it. Right. He would hit it head on. He wouldn't, you know, I laugh Um this happened years ago at a church and somebody walked up to me, a pastor, and he said, Hey, how are you? And I said, well, and I kind of gave him a few highlights from my week and it wasn't a good week. And he just stood there like with the deer yeah. in the headlights look and his mouth kind of gaping open. And I said, but it's okay. I'll be all right. He goes, that's what I like to hear with a big cheesy smile and moved on. And I was like, Oh, okay, great. Well, now that I know what role I need to play when you and I have a conversation. <laughs> right. <laughs> People don't know what to do with it half the time. And I think that that's why we get into that toxic positivity, which looks like where we feel this pressure to be good mm. and to be positive or minimize people's pain or and stress, which we do... Because we feel uncomfortable and we want people to be happy and we don't know what to say. Or on the flip side of that, we feel like we need to not share that stuff because it makes other people uncomfortable. Right? Or <laughs> the pastor looks at you like, uh, uh... I don't know what to do with that. Right? And I'm thinking, you're a pastor, buddy. Here's a counselor's number. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think we get into this assurance like, you know, if somebody starts to show emotion, it's like, oh, don't be sad. Yes. Well, you know, I think it's uncomfortable. So I don't like to see people cry. Like, I don't know what to do with that. Yeah. And that's mostly because I don't like to cry. Um, and so it's hard for me to see people cry. Mm-hmm. And when you're a person that doesn't cry or hug, then someone starts to cry. You're like, oh, crap. They're going to expect me to do something. Here. <laughs> <laughs> and to take the pressure off, what do you say? It's going to be it's okay. It's going to be okay. Right. And that's denying those emotions or needs that that person has in that moment. Which you hear a lot of, I don't know what generation of people, the younger people say things like, oh, they're not validating my feelings. <laughs> or we get like caught up into this, um, for like sharing these, what, do, what would you call them? These little quotes of the day. Like we read too much word porn on Instagram or something. <laughs> you just <laughs> use a word porn on our Podcast, and I love it. <laughs> well, that is actually—I know it is. Okay. That just made me laugh. It's yeah. called word word porn, and they have these great like they do. I share the them sometimes on my Instagram. So <laughs> sorry about that. That was so funny. I'm sorry, <laughs> but we we get in we get caught up into because we I think we sort of freeze and we think oh we have to we have to cover up this person's anger or their uncomfortableness or their this problem or their feelings or this hard stuff. And so we're like, oh, we pull from the things that people have said to us our whole lives. Like, 
God's going to work this out for you, girl. Just be, just hang in there. Ugh. God's in this. Don't you? I see him at work. I mean, I'm so guilty of this, right? Me too. But you know, it annoys me when people say that. Yeah, me too. And then I say it. Exactly. What the heck is wrong with me? We're dang on hypocrites. <laughs> <laughs> we are. That's what, I'm sorry. If you don't like Christians because they're hypocrites, well, welcome in because we are all hypocrites. And you are Jesus. too, by the way. Sorry. Yeah, and you are too. Just in a different way, I'm sure. Uh-huh. Well, I think that people get uncomfortable because it plays on a weakness of theirs. Like I was saying, like, yeah. I do not like to express emotion. So when someone else expresses emotion, all of a sudden I'm like, oh. Vulnerability is scary for us, for ourselves and when other people share it. And then there's the things where, you know, I'm just thinking about kids and how they'll, they'll come up and they'll just need to share something mm-hmm. and they're crying and they're out of control. And as a mom, you, you're trying so hard to make sure they weren't out of control. And so now this makes you feel like you're not doing a good job. And so you respond poorly. Yes. I think about, I've thought about that so much. Like I'm like, it's going to be a, you know, like look on the bright side. Oh no. My favorite that I tell my kids is like, you know what? 10, 10 years down the road, you're not even going to remember this moment. <laughs> I say that all the time. Kids, I'm so sorry. This is all, you know what? This is all going to work out in the end. Right. Like, you you don't even know who these people are. Like, you're going to move on with your life. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I just can come up with all these things. Or, well, you know what? They were really probably having a a bad day. Oh, I hate that too when I say it all the time. Think about them. Mm -hmm. What must be going on in their home right now? What has yeah. made them behave this way Maybe today? Maybe she found out this. She was rude to you at Panera because she found out this morning that her husband was cheating on her. Or you yeah. know, like I make up some story, and now it's like a joke with my kids. They'll come home and and they'll say like, "This teacher, blah 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 blah," and they're like, "I know, but they probably like just found out their uncle had cancer, or uh, <laughs> they're like uh, they come out with all these things." And I'm like, "Gosh, I've really." done them a disservice and like had this toxic positivity well what are we supposed to do because like my opposite of that is let's go slash our tires and i'm pretty (laughs) sure that's not in your notes (laughs) so right it's not it's not dang (laughs) and so what i've tried to begin practicing is acknowledging people where they are in the moment so that they feel as if they've been heard and i think we all want this We don't have to go into some deep diatribe, but not brushing over, not feeling like we have to be the peacemaker, tear wipe away -er or that's not a word, but I just made it up. It was good. Wipe away -er or Wipe away -er. Y'all can (laughs) use that. Um, It's not copyrighted. So it's a word. What happened to word? (laughs) Word. We've moved on, right? Um, So if something, maybe I know that you really want to trust God in this situation right now. But I know it's hard. Yeah. I mean, I'm just thinking, like, I walked into your house today. I'm like, I am so weary. Like, my soul is so weary. Yeah. And and I said, me too. Yes. <laughs> I was like, well, aren't we just a bundle of sunshine? But notice I didn't give you any toxic positivity. You didn't. I know. We both just sat there. Yes. And being okay. And you don't even have to feel the same way. You can even just say hard day, huh? Mm. Or I am feeling really sad mm-hmm. about this with you. Mm-hmm. Like I'm, um, my heart is breaking for you too right now. Yeah. 
and I'm sorry. Or, this sucks. This is something I've been known to say. Like, you know what? That just really sucks. And there's just not another word for it. Yeah. I do say that. And <laughs> my mom always said sucks is a gutter word, which sometimes you just have to use a gutter word. Oh, mom. I wish that was my gutter word. <laughs> <laughs> or sometimes we feel so discouraged and it's like, I just feel like I should be doing better or whatever. And you know what? You're doing your best. Yeah. Not... Girl, you got this. God's with you. Or I'll say, but look at all the other things you are doing good. Now I'm like trying to pull all the highlight reel, right? Yeah. That's not what people want right then. I think um, over the past couple of years, definitely participating um, in Lectio Divina. Uh-huh. And <laughs> what's been, what was one of the hardest things for me is after we share, after we come back from our time of silence, and people share. They have the option to share their insights. And you do not respond mm. in any way. And the, the point in that is not to take away from um, their experience and what they have heard from the Lord. Not to let any of our thoughts or words or intentions and expectations get in the way of what the uh-huh. God shared with them. God's doing with them, yeah. Yeah. And that was the hardest thing for me because... If somebody shared something hard, I wanted to just say something encouraging. Right. <laughs> I just wanted to share some toxic positivity. <laughs> Come it, man. Come it. Come on, people. But I will say that it has been, that practice has been really good for me uh-huh. over the past several years in life in general. You know, like just acknowledging like, hey, you're feeling really discouraged and angry right now. Yeah. I get it. I would feel the same way in yeah. your situation. And then it's like, what are we going to go do about it? I'm just kidding. (laughs) Which is also not the right response. You know, Jesus, he wants us just like him. He doesn't want us to avoid conflict. Because when we do, it's out of fear. Uh God is not fear. He is love. Yes. And think about that for a minute. When we are being the peacemakers that the world has misinterpreted that he's saying in these scriptures from Matthew and the Sermon on the Mount, it is... When we're misinterpreting that, it is all because of fear. Fear of being uncomfortable. Fear of not having the right words to say. Mm, Fear mm -hmm. of not being able to handle the situation. Yes. All of those things. Or fear of someone being mad at us because we're going to call them out. Right. Or share a different opinion. Fear of being judged. All those things. But, you know, we we can't be his light. We, We can't. And his light to other people. You know, when he says be peacemakers, I think of him as saying, make peace in other people's hearts. Oh, that's good. You know, like, don't cover it up, but bring them peace in where they are in that moment. That's what he would do. Mm-hmm. And normally, as obnoxious as it can be sometimes, it is encouraging people maybe not in that moment but getting helping them realize they need to be closer to christ mm-hmm. and like god is the ultimate healer and nurturer and we can do a fraction of what he can do but that's part of being his hands and feet here right but at the end of the day people will find the most comfort when they can find their relationship they're deep in the relationship with god for sure that's right just sitting at his feet and when we offer just 
an acknowledgement that you're not alone. I get it. I see you. Then that points, that makes them feel more comfortable, more at ease. It's not fake. It's not fear. It's not covering up because that's not Jesus. And when we act in a form of peace, making peace in their heart with where they are feeling, then that more easily sends them back to him. So as you were talking and you know, this is the first time this thought came up. We've been talking about this for a little bit now. I'm thinking of the people that, and of course it's on social media, but I'm thinking of the people that, um, connect so much with their sorrow Mm. that it becomes their stamp. Oh, right. And how do you avoid that? So how, where's the balance? Of course, I don't think we'll ever find a perfect balance on this side of heaven, but how do we find balance in not being the toxic positivity, but also not um, becoming the victim of everything or um, really making that our personality, right? Well, I think, I mean, it's kind of two different things. Like we're not trying to be, by, by being more makers of peace in people's hearts, we are just trying to acknowledge their feelings. We're not trying to say, um, you're right, you're wrong. Uh-huh. We're not giving them any sort of permission necessarily. I mean, and eventually, I mean, it would come to the point if we're continuing, if it continues with that person to become that, I'm a victim, I'm this, I'm that, I'm Debbie Down. <laughs> yes, you know what I'm saying. Yes, that's true. So then what happens is we, when we are making peace in people, that's when more hard truth has to come out. Yeah. And we're still making peace, but it, and we're, but we're not avoiding conflict out of the fear of calling them out. Yes. It's like the pit dwelling. You can't stay there forever. Right. And I'm just thinking even on a personal level, if I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm such a toxic positivity, per- positivity? Yeah, person, how do I not swing the pendulum? Because you know I tend to do that. Mm. <laughs> I'm going to swing all the other side and be like, oh, look at how sucky life is. Hashtag life's not always pretty. Let's have a you know sad picture of me crying. So then I can get all these people that empathize with that because you can easily, that can become your next thing. Okay, so like I always say, the extreme of anything yes. is not good. Yeah, I it, just re-listened to you saying that like extreme brownies. I was like, man, <laughs> like too much of anything is a good thing, even brownies. Wah, wah. Yeah, I mean, too much positivity is a turnoff. Too much negativity is a turnoff. But we should be allowed to fluctuate, you know, in those moments. Like you are not, if if someone dies, you aren't going to be positive for a little while. And that's okay. That's part of the healing process. But you certainly want those people in your life to be paying attention to you, to call you out of the darkness when it's time. Or if they see you tumbling too far in a certain way. And that is... I think the beauty of what Jesus was saying here. I mean, for me, just makers of peace in people's lives. Mm-hmm. I think really overall, it's just listen to what people say and don't try to fix their problem unless they come to you and say, I need your help to solve this problem. Okay. Who says that to you? Not right. many people. I, Every now and then. <laughs> I call you. I'm like, I know. I'm going to need your help with this. <laughs> <laughs> Which is great. I need to, But I'm trying to 
turn over that leaf where I'm not just, you know, people come and, and I'm like, okay, let me fix this for you. Right, which is my tendency also. Right? I mean, sometimes people just need to get it off their chest. And we just need to say, you know what, that sucks. Yeah. Or you know what, that's a hard situation. Yeah. And I know that you are praying about this and I'm going to join you. Mm, not that's good. fluffing it up and covering it up with our little positive, godly, Christian yep. sayings. Yeah. And moving on, you know, just acknowledging. So what are a few of your favorite new sayings that you might use? I know you've shared a few. Are there any more you have left? Mm, I don't know. We'd have to come up with some more. But I think, I think it depends on the situation. Honestly, just, I mean, it sounds like a counselor, but it's just acknowledgement of what that person has said, even if you say it back to them, what they've said. Like, I heard you, I see you, I feel you. Uh-huh. You're not alone, and I know you're doing your very best in this moment. That's awesome. People just need to hear that. Like, I mean, a friend told me yesterday, you need be give yourself grace. Mm-hmm. You know? It's okay. Yeah. This is hard right now. It is hard right now. And sometimes that's all people need to hear. Yeah. Just come sit. Just come sit. We don't even have to talk about the thing that's happening, right? That's just, right. Just let's have coffee and talk about the birds. Right. Yes. <laughs> or whatever you want to talk about or your sweet plants. Just don't ignore or leave me, right? Right. Yeah. That's right. That's so don't stuff. be it. Don't we're, we're not saying go be negative. And we're not saying don't be positive. Right. <laughs> we're just saying be careful in the moment and be tender with people's hearts tread and don't lightly. try to yeah, tread lightly and don't try to just cover up with sayings that we read off the internet or that we've heard our whole lives and be more <laughs> intentional and about authentic. listening and speaking. Yeah, and authentic. Yeah. And now I need to go apologize to all of my children. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, I need to apologize to mine too. I need to start over, but it's a little late. Uh, uh, hey, you have grandkids at some point, so. There you go. Yeah. Do over. That's why everybody likes the grandkids so much, because you figured out how you screwed your kids up. Now you can go. Ma- oh. <laughs> oh, now we get it. Whoops. <laughs> we have that to look forward to. Yes. Hopefully a ways away. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> Thanks for joining us today on The Center and the Saint.